welcome to this episode of Zula Pillow Talks. I have here with me Zinia. Yes, and she is Jessica. <laughs> yes, I'm also known as Shivati. Mm-hmm. And right now we are in Zinia's room on her bed. Yeah, open to you. Just come only. Okay, it's very comfortable. Hope it you don't is. mind me cozy. Of course, up uh. to you. No, it's fine. You already see, what? Still... Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I also asked her if she had some wine so that we can yep. get a little bit like comfortable and raw internet. Yeah. I'm actually a bit intimidated. I've never been like too personal about my life. Okay. I've never spoken about many yeah, things. Yeah, you better drink more wine, babe. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Zinia, mm. like we know that you are TSL's darling and that you are a um, public image. Yes, you are. Okay. <laughs> like when I think of TSL, I will always think of like you and Fauzi. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But I want to know like more about you on a personal level mm-hmm. and sort of like dig a bit deeper. Okay. Hopefully, find that kind of words, no <laughs> But I just want to like um, get to know you more okay, on a very sure. personal level. So can you tell us more about yourself? Like from your from when you were younger, what sort of person were you like? Are you any different from back then compared to now? From my okay, from my childhood, I can remember um, in primary school. Mm-hmm. I'm damn ugly. What? I was super ugly. I was Not damn possible. No, I was really nerdy. Like I had these oval specs and I was a Chinese dancer. So my mum was super anal about like my hair being super neat. Okay wow. And then she like no, so she will like tie like that, right? She will tie like that into a ponytail. Then she will put gel. That sounds as if like it's all not, the Chinese dancers. No, as if it's not enough, she will hairspray the shit out of me. <laughs> and then like, it's just damn ugly lah. Then I, I remembered um when I was in P5 or P6 mm. and uh, during recess, I'm quite active. So mm. I love playing like catching and stuff after our meal. And the guys were saying that like, okay, the one who lose will have to go and hold Xenia's hand. Oh no! Hey, I bet all those guys are regretting now oh because my God, then... how many guys would <laughs> love to hold your hand now? <laughs> yeah, you bet! <laughs> <laughs> so like, I went home Now I was really like upset, I guess. Uh-huh. That was the first time I felt like, oh my God, appearance is quite important. Yeah. Like, you, you know when you're a kid, like you don't really think much about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then uh, moving forward to secondary school, I had my rebellious face, my mm. alien face. Hey, how alien were you, Cher? Because you so, you seem very, very, like, quiet, you know? Huh, really? Yeah, as in, you seem like a very nice girl. That, okay. Like, that you're home, like, by midnight. And, okay. And Keep going. <laughs> really, I really think that you're just, just very, like, sunshine girl sort of image. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a good thing. No, oh, okay. Yeah. That's great. But, um, I feel like I was also, okay, back then, I was still a sunshine girl. Okay. It's just that, um, I hung out with, a group of friends who are who were very naughty, uh. but I never regretted meeting them because they they are just so bro. And I feel like um, my entire life, right, I've never met someone else just like that. Right. Yeah, it's like the you got problem, right? They will just be here. Yeah. And tell <laughs> kind. So, um, but the sad thing is, like most of them, uh, I have no idea where they went. Uh? They they either like, okay, my classmates whom I used to be quite close to. Mm-hmm. The last time I saw him, he told me he was in like a boy's home. Oh, yeah. okay. Then he's, he has like this watch on, this thing on his ankle. So he's on probation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. and okay, so last time I would, I would hang out with them. They would sniff glue. Okay, like legit deck. just take a bucket of glue and No, I, 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 can't, I can't exactly remember. Then like, me and my best friend, we also tried like... Have, have you ever tried sniffing glue? No, 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 we really? didn't. Really? Why didn't you try? No, I, I, I think the fact that they are naughty, okay. but at the same time, they are protective. Okay, like, yeah. They are super like... like that, la. yeah. Yeah. May, maybe it's because we are girls. La. Then they are more like, Hey, oh, pia, 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 Were they mostly guys? Yeah, mostly oh. guys. Yeah, they are like my kanko 
gan zhe. <laughs> Do you all not have? I feel like every time I tell like Fauzi or anyone in TSL about this story, right, nobody can relate to me and I feel so like... Uh. Actually, I, I have a similar background. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Not, not the whole gan thing because I always feel a bit awkward saying it. Okay, oh my I god. Had, like, uh, uh, I had a bunch of friends in secondary school mm-hmm. that were like very naughty also. Yeah, yeah. But then they taught me a lot like about right. um, growing up, like coming out of... Yeah. Like, I, came from, I come from a very sheltered family mm-hmm. and I didn't really know anything. Why. And yep, I'm like yep. the teacher's pet. I'm pretty annoying like, in that sense. <laughs> Then, okay. like, through that few years in secondary school, they really shaped my whole, like, secondary school life. They showed me a lot of things. And they also do a lot of naughty things, lah. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, mean, I don't really want to say. Okay. But, like, yeah. They didn't sniff glue. At least I don't think so. But, you know, uh-huh. like, smoke. Oh, I got remember the first time we went to smoke. Yeah. It was yeah. also with them. Then, like, okay. um, they vomited and stuff oh, like that. Oh, shit. So, yeah. I can relate in a way. Okay, like the whole gun thing, right? It's actually quite a cute concept if I were to like think about it now. Really? Uh, so last time like it started with like gun se and then I got really creative. I had like gun pillow, gun booster, gun fork, gun spoon. Oh my god. <laughs> like we just wanna be like one of a kind, you yeah. know? And it's just the way like we born no? as neighborhood school kids. Yeah. Right. But, and, mm. but you're not keeping in touch with that much anymore? Uh yeah, not much. Mm. I don't really see them around. Yeah, but if I do, I I, I feel like I will still strike a conversation. They are the kind of people like you don't meet for years, but you still feel like you can trust them. That's yeah. nice. That's really nice. Yeah, because I, so I, I yeah I remember like in <clears throat> sec three maybe or sec two, I was just sitting at the basketball court. And I was just looking, looking at people lah, just looking. And then the girl just came up to me. And you mean like staring? Yeah. Yeah, not like, looking. Yeah, no, no, I, I was really just looking. Maybe my eyes big lah, I don't know lah. Then she like fucking angry. Then she just came to me. You tell me what to You from far away, I saw you always look at me. Then I was just like, I was like, help. And then like, my guy friends came. And they were just like, no lah, da da da, eh, chill lah, chill lah. Then like, her guy friends came. And then I was just like, holy And then it became a fight. No, it was oh. like, just like a lot of <laughs> Now I'm there, say sorry, sorry. <laughs> if like that was the solution, I could have done it earlier. It's yeah. just that, yeah. But it's funny lah, now I look back. I feel like that's also a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. Then I went on to JC. Uh, JC was very fun. I felt like JC was when um, I became very guai mm. and sporty. And like, I was just like a nice human being. Oh. I, Are you I, not I, a nice human being now? I feel like I'm more... Uh, Worry about people, okay. but in JC I was really like, I, w- I will only look at the good part about people. Okay. Like I I always give them the benefit of the doubt that mm. like okay they do something um, wrong or something easy, I will just be like ah yeah they are just human you know yeah. yeah it's really just like I only focus on the good part, and I felt like it was so simple life was so simple back then. And it I was so happy. Younger, yeah, like, I think even, so. Even before you start working, there's a lot of mm. things that you don't realise, all the shit that life throws at you. Yeah, man, life happens. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, so that senior in JC is someone whom I will always like look back and be like, ah, Remember I miss her. Me? <laughs> yeah, just like, I really Sentan miss her. Like, so innocent and yeah, so pure. And, like, just like, happy. Like, I'm just happy. Like, I go to bed happy. I don't like, look up at my ceiling and be like, oh my god, Why? life sucks. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then I move on to uni, um, where I majored in history. It was a subject that I wanted to do because I planned to teach yeah, in the future. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so then I took a summer, summer internship with NIE and I taught in uh, a neighbourhood school and I was really happy to get a neighbourhood school mm-hmm. because I was from... One? Yeah. Oh, and was then, it the same one that you went to? No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, but 
the the kids like reminded me of how I was back then lah. And like they okay, there was once like this kid tried um copying the answers or something, and I was really angry. I was just like, I could see you doing it like from wherever I'm standing. <laughs> and then she like, che, no lah, che. And then I just not, like... Not skilled lah. Yeah, Copy I was just also like... cannot let the teacher see, like, right? come on. I did like way better back then when I was a student. <laughs> they yeah. people are lazy with their, their methods now. They just Maybe. expect to get away with stuff. Yeah, like so, so then I just set her down and I like, I talked to her after that for like a good 15 minutes and I was just like, God damn, that was me back then when my teacher uh, was like grown up and how times have changed. Yeah, I feel like, wow, I'm so old, yeah. <laughs> then after that, um... So I was planning to be a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. So I went on with like getting my degree and everything. And my last semester was my summer exchange in Korea. And then I just had this like YOLO moment where like I know I love watching TSL videos mm. and I love like the YouTube scene and I love like reading articles. And then I was like, you know, fuck it, let's just try. Like like if rejected, rejected, like anyway I got a backup plan. So what do you do? You audition for TSL? No, I just applied as a oh. editorial intern okay. in Eatbook. So I wrote in to Brian and my my cover letter was shit lah. <laughs> I, I like describe myself as salt and sauce eh. Like, what? It's and really then... like mega cheesy. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, for some reason, he saw some potential in me and I got in. Yeah. yeah. And look where you are now. <clears throat> Thank you. It must be the salt egg sauce. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I grew up a lot. I'm... Like right now, even now, I'm damn different from that person who I was back then when I first joined TSL. Right. Yeah. What do you feel is like the major turning point that made you who you are today? Hmm. Actually, who am I today? <laughs> I feel Hot like cheeky legs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. What What's with the name? You know, like when uh, I first heard I of the like the name, mm. I really imagine like bikini and lingerie photos because hot cheeky lace, right? It sounds yeah, yeah. like 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 some like Lasenza like, or like Victoria's Secret thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really just and okay. You know, in secondary school, you always have this like embarrassing Gmail handle or Hotmail handle, and mine was that lah. Then I used that for like my Twitter, my. Uh, but why? Blog. Like, were you like? Is it was no, like, like, like X sexy? No, no, no. Or? I just really like lace. Like, I find ah. myself like buying like lace dress. Like, like the innocent kind lah, like, you know, secondary school hey, kind of there's dress. There's no such thing as innocent lace, okay? Got like what colour that cover all the way until your neck. <laughs> um, and then I was thinking like, I'm quite cheeky. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was just trying to decide. Then I asked my back, uh, I asked my best friend, I was like, hot cheeky lace or hot, hot smoking lace? Uh, you see, it's so embarrassing until I like, hit something on my words. And then he was like, I think hot cheeky. Uh, then after hot cheeky lace sounds like, like a pair of butt cheeks in like lace thongs <laughs> or something. Uh, yeah, but the thing is that people already recognise me as like yeah, of course. so yeah, I'm just ch- like yeah I'm not changing it yeah but it's embarrassing still embarrassing yep <laughs> anyway what was your question again like the turning point in your oh, life oh. hmm yeah so I was saying like even now mm-hmm. I feel like um I I'm just super different and I think there's there's a reason why I like miss that old senior right um okay so my turning point was when I joined TSL, Mm -hmm. like maybe two to three weeks into my internship and um, I broke up with my then boyfriend Mm -hmm. Um, and something happened between us that I feel like I'm ready to talk about it. It's been like three years and I've never spoken about this in any platform just because it's damn freaking personal to me but that is the main reason why like I'm like this today. Okay. Or like I'm that driven or I'm that fearless today. So like back then, um, 
when I was together with my boyfriend, number one, he wasn't that supportive of this kind of jobs. Okay, yeah. so, why did he feel like it's too out there? No, I think he, he's... Okay, I understand his concern and that is... Um, he's scared that like it will change me into someone else. Okay, you know, yeah, that like, because yeah. it's so materialistic and that um, he... Like maybe halfway, you wouldn't even be chasing just your passion. It would be just for fame. And I totally understand his concern. It's just like a pity la, that he can't at least try to okay. support me. Yeah. So that was one. And the other one was... Um, so I got cheated on. By this guy? Yeah, by this guy. Do we know who he is? <clears throat> no, you don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, okay, the thing is, that was my first relationship. Right. And I've always been that kind of girl who like, I want my first boyfriend to be my husband. Yeah, like Mary. Yeah, yeah. so... Happily ever after, that's what happened. Yeah. Like, not for us. Mm-hmm. Then, um, so I got cheated on. The timeline was, okay, um... After six months of being together, okay. um, one day he just told me like, I'm sorry, I made a mistake and oh, I... Oh wow, he actually came forward and told you yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And then he told me that um, I made out with someone and then oh. I cheated on you, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay. No, actually, fuck, I, I wasn't okay. I was just like, no, I went crazy. Oh I was God. just like, fuck. Three years ago, like this. Yeah. And then um, I went through a crazy phase and... The funny thing is, I always, always thought that I'm someone who like will just walk away when someone do this kind of thing to me because yeah. I know my worth. But when you're really in love with someone... You want to give them a chance. I guess. Yeah. It's like the... And, and plus, he was really sincere about it. I was just like... I mean, he did come forward to tell you lah. Yeah. But did you ever see it coming? Like, no, no. Like, he is like a decent man. <laughs> okay, yeah. That, that so just, then, that's really tough. Yeah, so, okay, I tried my best to like forgive him and... Um, we went on this recovery trip, which is back oh. to... Um, yeah, it's just like a holiday. Okay. And <clears throat> after that, um, what happened? So our relationship got better, right? It's just that um, towards the end of our relationship, it was it was just tiring because we kept quarrelling. Just because oh, we are, we are, we are yeah. just so different. La. Yeah, I can quarrel for and hours while I like fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the tension is already so, you know, there's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. tension and... Just everything sets you off. Mm-mm. So then in the end, I, I just call it off. La. And then I told him that like, um, I, I just don't think that we can work out yeah. Yeah, as a couple. As much as I really wanted, I really saw a future with you. Like we wanted like two golden retriever and one monkey. <laughs> then... Oh, and after, one monkey? Yeah. What? Can you even keep a monkey Yeah, we are like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Like maybe like maybe somewhere smuggle. else. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, so then it ended. And I was still like his friend. I was still his family. Like, because he was alone in Singapore. Okay, why do and I feel like the story is about to get twisted? Yeah, so the the part that hurts the most was um, one day, he just told me like, hey, I got something to tell you. Uh, and as much as I want to be a friend as a family, I always tell him that like, can you try to like talk to your bros first? Okay. If they cannot make it, I'll be there. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. he said like, no, no, I want to talk to you about something. Okay. And I was like, if you want to tell me about you kissing a girl or making out with a girl recently, you know it's fine. You don't have yeah, to feel like obligated to tell me. Yeah. You know, like, I'm chill. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 it's something else. And then I, I, I just had like this sixth sense, like a very strong instinct that like oh. something awful is about to happen. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's about like the previous cheating incident. It was more than what he said it was. Yeah, so like back then he told me it was with a stranger. Oh and God. then, so like, I, I met up with him and he confronted and was with our friend. Oh no, that bitch! That we go on triple date, double date. Oh dates, my God, that and hoe! She, yeah, and she was like, 
um, on the recovery trip. Eh, what, what kind of person is so, she? She's so fake! Did you go and slap her? No, no, no. Oh so my like, god, bitch slap her! <laughs> I so, so angry for you! <laughs> I've been like that for a while, like, a long while. Like, um, I was damn angry. And with both, I, I really right? Went crazy. Yeah, then, yeah. Did you talk to both. the girl? Um, I didn't. I just... <gasps> okay, I, I just blocked the both of them because me and my ex-boyfriend, we went crazy and... And I don't blame him for going crazy because I, I just feel like it's like a normal human thing. Like what do you mean he went crazy? I mean he's the one that fucked up, right? Like he yeah, should have he... been making it up to you. And and honestly, <sighs> I kind of feel like since y'all already broke up, right? Like maybe he should have carried it with him that, and like not hurt you further since you've already put that have... distance between yeah, the both yeah. of you. I have no idea. Do you not want to know? Like after Okay, I would up? want... Uh, actually, if I already decided that I'm going to leave you, mm. I would rather... I, I was already leaving everything behind. Yeah, so mm. it would have hurt a bit less. Yeah. Like some, sometimes ignorance is bliss, you know. I, I feel like, um, I feel like so, but I think it's just him being selfish that he just can't like let yeah, go of the kid. Yeah, so like he's just gonna like you know? let go of his yeah. deal on me. Yeah. yeah. Just like, yeah. He unleashed the shit upon you. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, so, deal with it, senior. Mm, and I, I had to deal with it. Like, and back then I was in TSL interning and it was very hard because you are transitioning into like adulthood, you know? Yeah. And that, that is already hard enough. And I have to like write an article. I have to like be in front of the camera. Yeah. I was just like, wow, it's fucking tough. pretend that everything is okay. Yeah, so that, there was one day that I was just, um, I was just trying to not listen to any songs that are Emo. sad. Yeah. You, so, yeah, I so I put you. on like a three-hour rap playlist. <laughs> and like I had this Google Doc like on the right. <laughs> And I had to write something about Yong Tao Fu. Like, fuck, I just got cheated on. I still need to write about Yong Tao Fu. I don't care about Yong Tao Fu. And like, I finished the three-hour playlist with nothing written on the Google Oh, Doc. God. It was... And, and I don't even know what the fuck I was doing. I was just at it. And then like, the headphones had it. For three hours. Yeah, just like... I just stood there like... Yeah. Zoning out and yeah. just trying to comprehend everything. And then um, my editor back then was Kai Ying. Okay. Um... And then she was like, Zina, I need to talk to you. I was like, oh, fuck, don't forget scolded. <laughs> <laughs> then I like, okay, then we went to the balcony. Like, like last time, TSL's office still got like this private corner. Mm-hmm. So like we went there and I was like, okay, I'm going to get fucked, but it's okay, I'm going to apologise and be professional about it. And the first thing that Kaing said was, are you okay? Aww. And I'm like, boom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when you are not okay and someone asks you, are you no, okay? Yeah, that's, that's the it. trigger. <laughs> yeah. And I just like, boom! And someone like, uh, the balcony, right? The windows are like, clear. So then I can see like, Wen Chuan like, getting his cereal. Then he like, slowly thinking of his cereal. Then I was just looking at him while like, crying. Oh I was God. just like, um, I'm not. And I don't know how to be. Oh no. And, and she was like, my best supervisor ever lah. Um, she was really like caring about my welfare and then she just told me that like you know what just take time off just go home and come back and write better i i know like you're better than this and i know you're strong enough and i was just like okay i just like took time off and that whole period was me like drinking (laughs) and and i would like pack my days so um tight that I don't have time to like think be about, on my bed, right? right? And like look at my ceiling and think about and, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like it would be like nine to six I go to work. Seven to nine I go for dinner with whoever who asked me, I'll just go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just distract yourself. Yeah. Right. So from ten all the way to four AM it will be drink and party. Ah, four AM. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll, I'll s- go home yeah, I'll what? go home at five. I go to bed at 6, I sleep 2 hours, I go to work. Wow, how long did you keep that up for? 3 months. That's crazy! <clears throat> yeah, it was insane like, and it was really unhealthy. Yeah. And and I felt like, 
it was damn weird because I always thought that in my mind I would I, I would have thoughts like you don't deserve me like you know like how can you do this kind of thing to me like a lot of um, bitterness and a lot of anger but even till now three years already every now and then like there's only like one thought or like one thing that I'll think about and it's like not spiteful at all it's just like which part like which part am I not enough Oh you my know, god, that's the worst, to feel that way. But you gotta, you gotta know that it's not I that know. you are not enough. Some people just don't see the value no matter how like, prominent mm. it is right in front of you. But I, mm. I absolutely feel that way. Cause, yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's just in my head and like nobody can like save you from that. And like as much as like everyone around me tells me that like he's not worthy, it's not your fault, blah 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 blah. But if you were ever cheated on, I feel like you understand how I feel. You will just take it personally because like you have been naked in front of him like emotionally, spiritually and physically and for him to find someone else when you were there all along, you would just feel like, just which part? Is it something that I could have done so that I would be enough for you? So that's one thing that I learned all like throughout my entire life, right? I'm like, I'm like a super happy-go-lucky girl. I'm like, as long as I try my best, right, I can live with no regrets. And that's the same for, like, schooling. Like, I try my best. If I fail, right, I know I try my best. Like, I don't have to go to a local U. Like, I'm happy the way I am. And then for touch rugby, if I don't get into, like, the national team, I'm fine. I try my best. I give myself one year. And if I get in, that's a bonus. Mm -hmm. But for a relationship, I always thought that it's going to be the same case until it's this. It's not fair, right? Yeah. No, I just feel that, like, I think the worst is trying your best and you're still not enough for your partner. It's just that you can never get a closure um, and, and that part, it was very tough for me to swallow. That I will, like no matter how he tried to explain, I feel like he did genuinely try to explain like why he did all of that. But it will never be sincere enough for you. And the whole like three years, it was me waiting for the closure that I wanted to hear to help me like move on. Whether it be it's from like the guy or the girl. And she has never like... Um, apologize to me or like oh talk about God. it yeah so then i i reached that point where should i text her and say like please just apologize to me because i'm in oh hell and then my friend was like you are pathetic don't do that and i was just like i just feel like if she were to like apologize apologize to me i would feel better because i treated her as my friend were you guys close friends <clears throat> i wouldn't say like super close mm. but like um we go out we go overseas together and yeah. like every everything like I feel like I treated her as a friend, as my friend. And for her to do that I feel like and for her to like not acknowledge anything yeah, and tell me it's like it's very cowardly actually. Yeah, it's like fuck, don't tell me you don't have the balls to tell me. Like you are like freaking an adult already. Yeah, but some people <clears> they just have like no conscience. I no, I I feel like maybe she's scared at first, then after that she just like let it like never mind, it will be fine. But did your mutual friends know about this? <clears throat> Um, I didn't talk about it for the longest time because okay. I think it's my personality. Like, I just mm. like when I'm like crying and like breaking down, I just don't like to talk to people about it because I think like them awkward lady, they, like don't know how to react. Then I also feel a bit bad. So right. I only always talk about stuff when like I can explain while being calm and mm. like not crying. Yeah. So then um, that whole two years was just me waiting for the closure, right? And then until the point where I realized that. It's going to be a very wise quote. <laughs> and that is, the closure shouldn't come from anyone else but yourself. Like, because no amount of, like, sorries is going to be sincere enough. It's mm. just, you are just not going to feel like, 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 I don't know. Like, they just can't make up for it. La. 
like they can apologize they can explain all you want but the closure that you are looking for you already have like answers in your head and they are not going to give you that answer yeah, you know? yeah exactly they, <clears throat> i think more often than not right what we expect that person who has let you down to mm. say like even if you do say something after that it's not what you think is going to uh-huh. be la, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. actually i've been cheated on before so and it was also my first relationship oh so my god it's I, yeah the first cut is really the deepest uh. and it really changes you because when you're young you believe in love and uh. like you think you like when somebody tells you that they love you mm-hmm. and you want to be loved so badly you really believe it uh. and like mine was like a serial cheater so i, oh, I caught him with like multiple girls like I, I it's them jalak one lah like he will send me home right yeah. and then immediately go and pick out another girl after that then baller okay and he can be like with me right then I have to go to the toilet then I have to talk to another girl and then sometimes it's like I'm not stupid like I kind of knew that it was going on but I was so blinded and I mm. really didn't want to believe in it yeah. but of course like eventually I just kept finding out truth after truth and I said like, okay lah I think it's oh, time man. to wake up my idea yeah, yeah. And but the stupid thing is you know there were times where um, I just believed him lor, whenever he said that um, he's sorry I'm only they're, they're just friends I'm sorry I love you the most like I, I want to marry you that sort of thing and it went on for like two and a half years oh shit yeah but after two and a half years like um, I don't know I forgot what was the turning point but basically mm. I just called it off but there mm, were moments mm. where he was like begging me like, on his feet or so yeah. and I had the exact same thought as you like as a young adult okay mm. I wasn't an adult I was like a teenager but <laughs> But it was also the same thing, like, why am I not good enough? You know, mm, I mm, felt mm. like, I loved you so much, we were happy. Mm. To me, I felt like I had everything. So I simply could not understand why you are in a relationship with me. I felt like I had everything that I wanted. But for you, what was it in me that was lacking that you had to go and find in yeah, some someone other else, right? Yeah. And some mm. of this was like multiple times. So it really like degraded my self-worth to like so little. Mm. So I really, really feel you when you like ask yourself like, Yeah. Why were you not good enough? And I think this is mm. something that a lot of like young, uh, not even young like even like older women, okay, they struggle with this concept. Yep, it's like yep. when somebody doesn't love you the way you're supposed to be loved, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just like start crumbling because you feel that. Mm. It's because we seek sort of like validation and yep, support yep. from other people. Of course. Do you think emotional or like physical cheating is worse? Um, I think both actually because I feel like you can't do physical cheating without emotional cheating True. but you can do emotional cheating without physical cheating yeah so yeah so in that way i think physical is worse lah yeah yeah but of course i wouldn't like it if he went and fell in love with somebody else mm. but I've, i i don't know about you but yeah. like after that um that guy cheated on me it really sort of um put things into perspective like mm. it, it, it kind of like grow up from it you know yeah, you, you realize that you uh, are forced to grow up yeah like, i guess you you, <clears throat> you you cry every day and everything but yeah. you know you gotta stop that shit right like mm-hmm. life has to go on yeah some kind of normalcy has to resume mm. and and then after that you're just a bit more like aware of like the warning signs to look out for and mm. sort of like guide your heart a bit more yeah but it will always stick la. like for yeah, me even if i, I guess. think about my first boyfriend now like um it's not that I still love him or anything, but yeah. I just don't understand, like, why would anybody else hurt me that way? Like, I've never done anything wrong to you. In fact, I really, really loved you. I gave you all my time, my heart, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you feel the same way. Like, and you thought they were decent people. That's the worst part. Mm. Like, I always thought, like, he's like a Christian guy, you know, that he, like, went to church and everything, mm. everything, but, yeah, could not yeah. find a decency to even be honest with me, so that was really shocking. Same. But, but the thing about me is, I think, um... When I first got into the relationship with him, I had this disclaimer, and that is like, um, I understand that it happens, 
that you might fall in love with someone else. No, it doesn't. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Like so, so like I was that realistic because okay. I grew up watching like um, people <laughs> around me, my loved ones being cheated on, and oh. how how much damage is caused to them. Okay, so okay. I, I I told him like this is my disclaimer that um, I'm willing to take that leap of faith with you, but if you ever fall in love with someone else, and I understand that it is completely normal. You just have to end it off with me first. Right. And you go and do whatever fuck shit you yeah. want with her. And I am fine. Like, yeah. no other fucking girlfriend will tell you that. But I did. And the fact that, like, he didn't... He just didn't respect that. I just... I just went crazy. And the fact that is... Um, when he confront... Oh, when he confessed to me... Um, after six months, right? So that day when he confessed to me... After the, six months, you all broke up, then he told it to you? No, 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 no. The first six months, where oh. he first cheated on and he told me it was with a stranger. Okay. So that day when he confessed to me, um, he actually did it the night before, right? Okay. So he came back to my room. And like, I, I can't erase that feeling of feeling them fucking dirty. That like, you touch someone else and you come and touch my body. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I didn't even do anything wrong, but I feel fucking dirty. And I just like, no matter how much you try to like, shower it off or like, not think about it, right? You just feel them dirty. And I felt it for them long. And the way I look at like, sex and like, I value it so much. And I keep it so exclusive to you. And like, for you, it wasn't exclusive lah. Like, having to touch someone and, like, do nasty things with them. And then you come back to me and you do the same thing to me. I'm just like, wow. I, I, can't, I can't live with it for, like, the longest time. Yeah. Until, like, whew, I'm fine. Yeah. So then, like, I feel like this entire incident, right, really helped me grow a lot in terms of, like, my career. So back then when I was in TSL, I, I was, I was, I felt, I felt like a bird. Like, finally, no one's gonna tell me that, like, he don't support this and that, like, if yeah. you do this, I'm gonna, like, him, break up with you. Yeah. <laughs> As in, like, I'm... I, I don't blame him for anything else. If anything, I'm like, Ariana Grande, I'm like, thank you okay. <laughs> for your... for this experience and yeah. next! <laughs> yeah, so, um, there's no hard feelings and I feel like bringing this up, my purpose wasn't to, like, uh, evoke any, like, anger or, like, make people feel like, oh, you have to sympathise with me or anything. It was just like, this was like a major turning point. Back then, Xenia was like, happy-go-lucky. She's like, whatever floats my boat. Yeah, I'm like, cool. Um, but right now, okay, but after that incident, I'm like, <clears throat> now, no one's stopping me. And yeah. like, I'm already at my lowest. I'm not even on the ground, like in hell. There's no way I can go any lower than this. Yeah. So, I was like, fearlessly like, chasing my dream and no matter like how many times I fail I get like rejected I'm just like cool I'm cool with that like I've been through worse and I just kept going and it went on for like the whole two years where I signed as a full-time talent in TSL and it felt like a marathon except yeah. that I wasn't just jogging I was sprinting because I gave myself that two years to chase my dream and I told myself that if I don't progress um, after two years I'm gonna go back and teach and I'm fine with that because my motto is I try my best right and I guess it picked up from there and that incident um, helped my career in a sense that I finally understood how it was like to be a bird and just like fly. No, not even fucking fly, like soar up. Like high. an eagle, not yeah. just a bird, okay? <laughs> I'm just like, do whatever freak I want and like, I chase my own dream. You don't get to tell me that like, you are not supportive of this or like, you don't think like, this is good for me or this is suitable for me. Like, I decided for myself, okay? If one day I think that, like, this industry is getting toxic for me, I will leave. But yeah. it's, I am the one who is making the decision. So, 
that helped my career, but it didn't help me like as a person lah when it comes to relationship. Huh? Okay. Oh, I, just, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Because... I just feel very guarded, lor. Like when people talk to me, and then I'll just be like, "Cool, I know what you're doing." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's good that you know what some people are trying to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I'm really happy that it helped you. Saw, you mm, know, mm. like sometimes we just need that push because it's not. Yeah. What else? Just... Like a fucking hard push, man. It was like a rugby tackle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, like I feel like maybe if that didn't happen, perhaps you would may yeah. not have chased your dreams as fearlessly. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, and maybe wouldn't. you know if he didn't make that mistake, he might still be in your life telling you, uh, "I don't really approve of you doing this." Yeah. Like, I don't really like you wearing that or whatever fucking it, nonsense. It's, it's really just a pity that like he can't he can't like be supportive. Now when I look for a partner, he has to be supportive. Uh, that's number one. Mm. And. Uh, yeah, but I'm not thinking about that now, lah. It's like, let me just like chill first. <laughs> yeah, actually, I wanted to ask you. So mm. I assume you're not dating anybody now. No, I'm not. But I'm ready. <laughs> no. Yeah, I feel like you know mm. you'd be a really fun person to date because you're like really so are. outgoing and yeah, really, really. I mean, no, but I feel like that's what people usually see me as. Like, you are uh, out, right? Outgoing I am, but like, very, like I I do have like my, um, my emotional side. Which is very hard to handle, I feel, as a partner. That like, not many people know. I feel you because yeah. <laughs> I'm like fucking emotional. Like really over the top. Just not when you want, like you, when you want to cry, right? I also want to cry though. But I think it would be a joke if we both started boring. <laughs> and then, like mm. it would not, it would be hard to carry the conversation. Yeah. So I had to like, maintain my composure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but anyway, I'm emotional, I... but I like to be alone. Like, oh. I don't want to like talk to you unless... I am Super. fine talking alone without crying, but then I I'm not emotional already. You okay. see, like so when I'm really really down, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to be alone and just like, yeah, I just want to look up at my ceiling and stare at it for hours and not try to fall asleep. Yeah, that kind of feeling and drink tons of wine and like cry. That's all. Yeah, so it's very hard to find a partner who understands me like that. And I've I've really tried, but I feel like uh, mm, after that thing, I just. I just don't want to depend on someone else so much that I'm overly independent for a relationship. Yeah. Oh. That like, I don't need anybody because I feel like the minute I depend on someone, I will just fall back into that trap that like, um, um, he will just do something. I, I just like, can't be, I'm just scared of being optimistic, I guess. You, I reach a point where, okay, this is quite dark and sad. I reach a point where, like, if everything goes on too smoothly or too happily, I feel like something wrong is going to happen. So, it's something scary, bad right? is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, because it's so... Yeah, so I, I just don't believe that it can go on so smoothly anymore. Like, something is bound to happen. It's just, I don't know when, but it's going to pop up any minute. <laughs> so I think it's true and it's not true. But I feel like mm. you are mm. in a position where you are, like, ready for a... A new relationship, but the right person hasn't come along yet. That will show you that like everything that you're apprehensive of, is actually like possible mm. for it to come true, and like I feel like because you've already been through so much, right? You're not mm. just gonna settle for like any guy who is like doesn't tick all of your boxes. Like right now, you've already been through the hurt, so you're guarded, mm. and like you've got you've got your career going for you. You don't need like somebody to come and tell you like you're pretty, you're success, like you know you're good but enough. You know that you're good enough, huh? I don't mind it. You're very pretty, by the way. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Uh, go on, go on. Yeah. 
Hey, we're not dating. I'm not gonna do it all day. I mean, I might yeah. be in your bed and I might be whining. I need to dine, dine you first. Yeah. But I feel like um right now I just feel like you are a bit of a bit afraid of vulnerability because yeah. vulnerability in a way is also puts you at a sort of like a position where you are prone to I don't know what the fuck could happen. Yeah, right? like could all the swing damage both ways. La, whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, the funny thing is, remember, I used, um, there was one time I DM you about like, yes. therapy. Yes! So, wow. so I actually DM Jessica. <laughs> They're like, hey, um, I, I heard that you're quite open to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, of right? course. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I asked her, like, hey, I, I know you used to go for therapy. Yeah, and it really helped you. And I saw that you shared it on your blog. And I, was, I, I have this friend, you know. That wants to go for therapy. I knew it wasn't a friend. Yeah, it was <laughs> me. <laughs> That's why I was like talking to her and I was like, then after that she never replied me and I was like, okay, confirm not a friend. <laughs> so like, I told her it was like my friend, but actually it was for me lah. And um, for some reason, I felt a bit embarrassed. Why? Uh, no, I know, I have no idea because I, I don't think I suffer from like any and anything. But at the same time, like, um, as much as I want to erase that stigma, it's still there, you know? But Yeah, but and the thing is like, I think a lot of people, right, think that if you go for therapy or if you go yeah, see a yeah, shit, yeah, you, you have to wrong. suffer from something like you yeah, sell. Yeah. But the, the truth is, everyone goes through shit. Yeah. Like, some people just bottle it all up inside, right? right? And if maybe they're lucky, it goes away, circumstances mm. change, their life gets better. Yeah. But more often than not, it just explodes in their face and yeah. and they will just go through some crisis or some meltdown. Mm. Yeah. I think it's much healthier to just openly talk about it and then like, like handle mm-hmm. it as it comes along. Ah. Like, why, yeah. why should like anything that's body rest inside be any different from like like other health problems that like you go see a doctor or whatnot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so like, back then... um. I was feeling a lot and it doesn't help that like I don't like to talk to people when I'm in that zone. Um, and at the same time, like, you know, I host videos, I act, yeah. and I'm always around people and and I've always been like happy. So I struggle with um learning I struggle with being sad. I I cannot explain, I just don't know how to be sad. I don't know how to like just cry and like tell people, hey, I'm sad. <laughs> I just feel like that's so not Xenia. Every time I reach that zone, I'll be like, I lost her somewhere. Oh my god, help me find her. Yeah. So, I feel like it's an <clears throat> occupational hazard. It's because you are <clears throat> so like you're a public figure and your public image is like so happy all the time that Sometimes mm. when it's time for you to, okay, I'm not in front of the camera anymore. It's just yeah. me alone with my feelings. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It feels all too real and it's like almost a bit too... It's, it's a bit intimidating, isn't it? Like I guess. Um, okay, maybe not intimidating. Just like tough to balance. Just yeah. feel like even on your bad days, you need to like be that happy. So like it was getting like... Um, it was becoming a real problem and that's why I asked you and I went for my first therapy session. Oh, you did? When did I you did. go? Uh, so like, sorry, did you go to the place that I told you to go? No, I oh, went for okay, another went one. Yeah, okay. but it was equally good yeah. and they really helped me to like compartmentalize all my emotions. Yes! So it's like, all about compartmentalizing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, um, I learned how to rationalize how I feel and I think that I finally feel comfortable talking about it. Oh, I'm so happy think, for you. Yeah, because I think like um, any healthy people should go. Especially uh, if you're someone who just reacts to surface level emotions and just be like, why am I so upset all the time? Yeah. Or like, eh, I'm angry. Sir. Like, then exactly. you're you just angry for like a whole month maybe. And you don't know why and you don't know how to like solve it. And 
um, they will kind of help you compartmentalize it. But the funny thing was like when I walked into the room, because it was my first therapy session, I was like damn nervous. I was like, wow, I cannot open up to people one there. Then I walk in, then she looked like she's such a lovely lady. Like she's just so kind and like I feel like I feel like she has never seen in her life that kind of feeling. Like she's oh, just like I'm an sure angel. She's seen it all. No, no. No? So as in like she she doesn't feel like a sinner, that's what I mean. Okay. Like then um when I walk in, they're like, wow, yellow light. Is there like comfortable sofa? I was like, sit down. And then I look at her again. I was like, fuck, I'm not opening up. And I spent like $180 on this session. Never mind. I'm just going to give like a generic view of my life. Uh. So like she can like pick some things. I can at least get some advice. So I thought like I confirmed won't open up, right? I sat down. And then the first question was, what brought you here, senior? Boom! <laughs> then she like pushed the tissue box to me. <laughs> and I just went all out. It was like the first time I could just like break down and cry and without feeling like I'm burdening someone or feel like shit, it must have felt awkward for them to see me this way. Yeah. And I really just blabber and like work vomit like in a non-synchronized manner. <laughs> and she was just there to like ask me questions lah. And like, the funny thing is like, I realised halfway, I kept asking her for solutions. I was like, so how would you react to this kind of situation? And she was just like, so Xenia, I want you to think about... And then she asked me the question back. Yeah, I think that should be the way. uh, Yeah, but I got like a bit like, annoyed halfway. Because you were looking for immediate answers. Yeah, yeah, I was really looking for answers like, I paid so much. I really like want to like solve <laughs> magical this. solution yeah, I just instantly. Want, yeah, I just want to like solve this thing and get it out of my head so I can like be normal again. And then she was just oh no. Then I asked her, you're not gonna give me, you're not gonna give me like any answers, right? And then she was like, no, you are she gonna find the answers good. yourself. Yeah, that like, sounds very good. And so like there are a few techniques that she taught me, and and I'm still trying to practice it now. And it has been great so far, lah. I feel like. I became uh, wiser <laughs> and I learned how to rationalize my emotions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like um, the most important thing like for anyone <clears throat> who's going through stuff, right? Is yeah. to just know that it's not abnormal. I feel like the moment yeah, you start yeah, to feel like it it's is. something wrong, right? Then mm. you just keep like having negative emotions and thoughts and mm. it will just eat you up inside. Yep, yep, like yep. I think it's, it's, it's great to just openly admit that, hey, you know, we all go through stuff. Mm. Yeah, but knowing how to still carry on with your day. Mm. while carrying around this thing and slowly yeah, letting yeah. go of the burden. Yeah. Mm. And not like running away from it. She was telling yeah. me like my survival mode is run. Like, like pretend. <laughs> like, I will do everything else but like face the problem. Like I will drink la, or party la, or like do some stupid shit la, but I just won't face the problem. Mm. And for her to tell me that it's okay, it felt so like, ah, damn, really? It's okay? And then like she just said like everyone has their own like survival methods and yours is running away when you feel like you're gonna like drown and die and that's completely normal. It's just that we have to find a balance mm-hmm. to go back and find the solution. Why wow, she's just so like makes so much sense, then, right? Yeah, yeah. probably makes sense yeah. of all the oh. rubbish that's in your head. Yeah. yeah. So then I felt like a lot better. Yeah. But of course I'm I'm still like in progress, I feel. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not there yet, but I'm I'm trying. You know, I feel like most people are not really ever there. Like, even mm. as you grow older, right, you'll be surprised. Like, you'll be amazed at the new shit that life throws at you. <laughs> and you'll be like, oh my god, now how do I deal with this, right? Mm. Like, I'm sure, like, even our parents and whatnot, they had to go through, yep, every, yep. like, whatever struggles, lah. Yeah. Mm. And most importantly, I think it's the process. Yeah. Like, really I guess. getting to know yourself more. I feel like, 
you are like different, a bit different now than mm. back when I first met you like last year. Ooh. Like you are a bit more, um, like less just, you know, oh, I'm senior and then like, you know, you, you, you're, you're more of... <laughs> come, come, yeah, yourself. <laughs> yeah, like more multidimensional in a way that mm. like can really see that you have embraced your yeah, I, other sides in a way. I, I think like... Mm, back then when something bad happened to me, I'm someone who like, wow, I only wish that like, it didn't happen to me. Is this like a Korean drama? Why is it me? That kind. And like now, I'm more of a, okay, this happened, let's fucking face it. And what can I learn from it? And so like, um, the closure thing I was talking about, like okay. you, you, sometimes you just don't get closure, right? And yep. when I felt that again, when it comes to auditions and oh. casting calls, um, I could, I, I still feel as painful when I get rejected and like they don't tell you why, you know, they don't tell you like actually you need to improve on like your voice oh, yeah, or like your facial expression. You they will just no, up, huh? they don't even reject they you. Don't even call they you just back. don't call you back. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, here I am like asking myself like which part, which part. Yeah. And I think it's because of that experience that I can finally be more okay about it. Mm -hmm. That like they are not going to give you a closure. Some, so you, yeah. you, you give yourself... Give yourself closure. Yeah, so yeah. I, I would tell myself, okay, I, I don't think that's my best and okay. like, I probably don't understand the character well enough. Is there something that I can change? And um, I've been rejected so many times to the point where I don't feel like going for auditions anymore. But I think like, I will go for it after I improve myself. And mm. that's why like, I'm going to New York this Woo! year to learn acting. Do, they, do people know about this yet? No. Yeah, oh, I know. Them. <laughs> so, um, it was like a huge step lah because when I first joined TSL, I always wanted to be an actress but somehow, I just became a host. I think because of the segments that are readily available then, mm. um, it was all for hosting and personality based so it was less on acting and I was like, so these two years, I, I gave myself two years, right? And then now I look back, I'm just like, I don't know whether I achieved my dream, cause like... I think you are a lot closer to it. Yeah, I guess. But um, the acting thing, I feel like I haven't even really like stepped into it. So I don't know whether I'll like it and I don't know whether I'll be good at it. So uh -huh. I'm just like, let's leave it to New York. Okay, when I'm just going to go. New York? July. Oh wow, that's actually pretty soon. And that is where I chased my dream. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm and so if it fails, excited for you. If it fails, it's fine. At least I tried. Yeah, it's really like I have, um, I've been so fearless and I think like that's my strength right now. I'm just going to go for it. Like it fails, fuck it. I tried. Learn okay. from Xenia kids, <laughs> just follow your dreams. Yeah, and I feel more motivated now, I guess. How long are you going to be gone in New York for? Uh? Yeah, a while only lah. Like how long? Like three while? months. Oh no, I'm going to miss you. A while. I won't miss you guys though. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> It's but I think it'll be such time. an amazing experience for you. It'll be life-changing, I believe. Like I three so. months somewhere so far away, chasing your dream. Yeah. It really sounds like the, the YOLO kind nice. of moment. Mm -mm -mm. I, I don't think the people there are going to be that nice as from what I, I hear. <laughs> but it's okay lah. <laughs> like, you, you know, it's yeah. not... Are you... It's fine. I'm not going to think about the negative thing. I'm just going to focus on like, New York, good food! It's like, <laughs> it's like an acting course, is it? Yeah, it's um, acting on screen. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because I, I don't think I'm good when it comes to theatre acting. And I don't ah. think like I'm that interested in that. So I decided to go New York. Oh, so we learned oh, from, about you from when you were a kid, like when you mm. were rebellious, and then like that quiet JC, innocent, yeah. happy. Then after that, the asshole boyfriend. <laughs> and when you were entering TSL, and then like we left him behind, and then yeah. like finally we're at New York stage. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm so excited for you, eh? Hey, thanks, eh? Thank buy you. Buy me a nice souvenir from New York, okay? Uh, see how US quite expensive. If I got moolah, I will do it. <laughs> okay, so thanks so much for really opening up and just wow. sharing with us super intimate details. Yeah, it's insane! You also want to cry. <laughs> you did such a good job though. I feel like I've hey, never... I, I really look at you right now. I really don't know like... <laughs> if I just cry with you, then how? Or, or should I pet you? I was like so no, no, scared no affection. to make you some more, huh? No affection. If not, I will like it just would melt yeah. down and crumble. Yeah. So, I, yeah, but really, all these things, um, if I can just explain again, it wasn't to like... Um, throw shade at people. Of course not. It's it's really um I I don't I don't intend to even like evoke any negative emotions and make people like um sympathize me or anything. It's really that was like a major turning point in my life. No, on the contrary, I feel that it's very uplifting. Like mm. after I hear a story, like of course in that yeah. moment when you told me like uh that sucks for you, then I feel sad also. Yeah, yeah. But the main thing is you learn from it and mm. it helped you become a better person. Yep, and you know, yep. as far as relationship-wise, right, that one, like, it's really not up to us, isn't it? It's yeah, up to destiny and life. And Boom. who knows, you might meet some, like, cute guy in New York call or something. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, New York, I don't need call. I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. So, hopefully, we'll see you transition from TSL to, like, silver screens. Maybe. Future. Well, that, that would be a dream, lah, but... I don't want to be too optimistic. I want to be realistic. So like one step at a time. Yeah, come back. Mm. Come back do local movie also good one, huh? Support local. Yellow. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Zula Pillow Talks. Zina, you were a great guest. Thank you, I know. And if there's any other guests that you'd like to see on the upcoming episodes, let us know in the comments. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.